Sign up to The Economist for in-depth curated expert analysis of world events and topics ranging from business and culture to science and technology. You'll get the weekly digital edition, online-only articles, curated newsletters on politics, the markets, science, culture and China, and full access to The Economist Podcast Plus. The Economist is independent journalism for independent thinking. Go to economist.com and get your first month free. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Hey, top news listeners. This is Luke Garrett. And Megan Cloherty. We're the hosts of WTOP's daily local news podcast, the DMV Download. Don't worry. Top news from WTOP isn't going away, but we wanted to drop in and give you a taste of what we're producing, a podcast that goes deeper into the biggest stories of the day. If you like what you hear, head over to the DMV Download podcast and subscribe. It's Thursday, August 18th. From inside the WTOP newsroom, this is the DMV Download, brought to you by the men and women of Steamfitters Local 602. Get an estimate and learn more at steamfitters-602.org. Today, we're taking our show out to the beach, since it's where most of Washington is anyway, to Ocean City specifically, where two Maryland brothers who grew up in Darnstown just won the biggest fishing prize in the world. 4.5 4.5 million bucks. We're lucky. We've trolled out there in that ocean for a lot of years waiting for this, and, and it was just our turn. Jeremy Duffy tells us how they found and reeled in the massive fish in the 49th annual White Marlin Open. And as we were making a turn, we got a bite, and uh, you free spool the line, and then and hope and pray that it's on there. Thanks for joining us. I'm Megan Cloherty. Luke is off this week. This is the moment when the Duffy family realized their catch weighed enough to win. 77 and a half. 77 and a half. There's no question that Jeremy Duffy is having a good week. Last weekend, he won Ocean City's White Marlin Open, billed as the world's largest and richest billfish tournament. But this is not something that the Duffies took lightly. They've put some time and energy into this thing. And Jeremy is here on Zoom with me to spill the secrets. Jeremy, thanks for being here. No problem. First of all, you seem very like even keel about this thing, but you reeled in a 77 and a half pound marlin. How the heck do you do that? Um, well, first it starts with, you know, a, a great crew. We're, we're very lucky to have some of the best guys in the business that work with us. And we've been together, you know, a very long time, Yeah. Uh, traveling and fishing and uh, our tackles in good shape. And, you know, we, uh, we, we've practiced and, you know, we uh, were ready for the, the challenge. So it wasn't like you got lucky here. I mean, there's a little bit of luck, I imagine, but you really have there's to know what you're doing. There's a lot of luck. Catching the biggest one in the White Marlin Open is like, I would say, like winning the lottery. You know, like you can be really good and you can be successful and prepared, but you always need a little bit of luck in anything you do that's, I think, sports or uh, related to competition. So yeah. we, uh, we, we, we're lucky. We've trolled out there in that ocean for a lot of years waiting for this, and, and it was just our turn. Tell me about the moment, because I, I was reading another interview you did, and you were saying you saw it 
you kind of like got eyes on it and then you, so, you went after it or tell us yeah. tell me about the whole scenario so that case uh like when you're fishing offshore marlins are eating flying fish and bait so they go to the surface the flying fish jumps out of the water well the marlin's chasing it so it jumped out of the water my brother saw it it jumped and then he marked it on our bottom machine and then as we were making a turn we got a bite that's what they call it when it comes up behind your bait and eats your bait yeah and uh you free spool the line and then push the drag up and hope and pray that it's on there which sometimes it's not so you're not physically pulling it in it's it's on a, like a line that's mechanically reeling it because it's no, so no, heavy. you're winding it in on a on a fishing rod you know a little it's a 30 pound fishing outfit wow. a rod and reel and you're doing it and you're holding it the whole time during the day and waiting for the bite um because they'll come from below beside anywhere to basically come over and eat the little ballyhoo which is what we use for bait Okay, so I know you've you've done this a lot, but for somebody clearly me who doesn't understand how you do this, that's a, that's a lot of weight, and then you're pulling against the water as well. I assume your boat's yep. moving a little. And bit. there's a drag, so like when you get the fish on, then you stop the boat and you use the boat to maneuver, and you're using the drag on the reel to pull it up and down and up and down like a lever. How long did I mean, it take maybe, to get it in? About thirty-five minutes. And were you just exhausted? <laughs> I mean, we're used to doing it, but, you know, when it gets, they call it straight up and down, the fish is straight up and down, and you're trying to pull against that fish turned sideways, it's pretty difficult to get its, you know, head turned, but, you know, um, we luckily got it in. Wow. I mean, you you seem like a very chill kind of dude, right? You're a chill guy. Uh, I wouldn't go that far. I, I would say that I think with certain things, not really, but um, in this case, I think it's been one of those things that you know like we uh we were waiting and and we've been fishing a lot a lot of years and it's yeah. kind of like you know we're in awe that we were able to do it and it's kind of just nice that it was with our whole family and my sons and the whole thing that's awesome um obviously i mean everyone's talking about the payout it was 4.5 million dollars which i just learned it's the biggest payout in fishing um i mean i know that's not really the reason why you were doing it i'm sure it doesn't hurt but do you have any plans for the big money um, pay bills uh, <laughs> from fishing for all the other 20 some years we didn't win. Um, so, uh, yeah, I mean, we, we travel with the boat around. It's, it's just, it'll go into a, a pot. The crew, uh, we share with all the crew and our other people. So everyone got basically a nice piece of the pie, which we're very happy about because it's life-changing for, you know, some of the guys. Yeah, so it's absolutely. Very, an exceptional uh, achievement. You and your brother, John, built the boat, the Bill Fisher. Um, and I know, I mean, you've been saying you've been doing this for a long time, but specifically, was there something that you put on the boat, like a specific sonar or a way that you built it that would be really, uh, you know, advantageous for this kind of sport? Yeah, I, I, so it does have sonar. It has all the state-of-the-art stuff. But I, I think, you know, the boat's very solid. I think it's just you got to give a lot of the credit to my brother. He's just really good at doing what he's doing. It's He's fished, you know, steady for 20 you know, 22 to 24 years once he got out of school and he's traveled, you know, the world doing it and honing his craft. And like anyone else, you know, when you give someone like a NASCAR guy, a great car, yeah, you know, he tears around the, around the turns, <laughs> like, you know, he's built himself a, a, a piece of equipment that he knows inside and out because he built it. And, you know, it's just, like I said, it's also, it's our turn. It's luck. There's a lot of luck involved in being at the right place at the right time and executing. So, we're just fortunate to be able to do it. You know, we've been blessed in our life to be able to 
go fishing and we grew up in ocean city in the mm -hmm. summers and he lives there full time the last 24 years. And, you know, it's fortunate my children, his children all get to do the same thing. So, you know, we live a, a very uh, lucky life, I would say. You're a Bethesda guy, have a business in Silver Spring. So I know there's a little bit of uh, DC DMV area here and your family's been, I mean, you kind of touched on this, but your family's been fishing for a long time. This was really a dream of yours for, I mean, yours and your families, right? For like 20 years. Yeah, like we we were young children. I think we started fishing the tournament just, you know, I would say passively uh, in 19, I believe, 84 when my dad had one boat. He had boats before that. You know, I was born in 77. He had, a, I think his first offshore boat was 1978. He bought it. Um, and then more aggressively as we got into like high school. So. I mean, the White Marlin Open, man, I feel like even people who aren't in fishing have heard of it. I think maybe because we always see pictures of Michael Jordan's boat. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, it, exactly. On it attracts a lot. Of, uh, it's a broad reach. And what makes that tournament really unique is it's run by a, a local family who've done a tremendous job for years and years doing yeah. it. It's passing from generation to generation. And it allows people that might not want to invest a ton of money, but go out and have a chance to win a sizable purse for, you know, not a ton of money. And then the other side is the people that are more, you know, able to, you know, and are willing to bet more. Yeah. So it's a very scalable tournament, which I think is why it attracts a, a, a large crowd, you know, a large group of people. Well, Jeremy, have, I mean, I thank you so much for joining us on here. I feel like no a lot problem. of local local fans and even like, you know, high school buddies or whatever are going to want to hear your story and how it happens. So I appreciate your yeah, time. I mean, Landon, that's what happens when you go to Landon, you know, not prep. <laughs> okay, I'm going to tag them both now in the story so we can kind of get some more of the rivalry going. Thanks, Jeremy. Thank you so much. And after the break, do you have any concerts in your future? We talk to our resident live music expert about shows that are coming up, and she rates our region's big music venues. Backed by the experience of its hardworking members, Steamfitters Local 602 is ready to take on your next commercial heating, cooling, HVAC, or refrigeration project. Steamfitters Local 602 adds value to our community through its partnerships with local contractors and building owners, all while keeping the focus on improving the lives of its members and their families throughout the DMV. For work that's on time and on budget, go to steamfitters-602.org to schedule your next project. That's steamfitters-602.org. Steamfitters Local 602, changing lives. Thanks for listening to the DMV Download. If you like this show, give us five stars and leave us a review on Apple Podcast. We love hearing from you guys, and your reviews really do help other listeners find this, our area's only in-depth daily local news podcast. And thank you for making us a part of your day. Okay, so before we go, I have brought in my good, good friend, WTOP Traffic's Rita Kessler. Hi. Hi, because you have, like, exciting things you're doing tonight. Exciting things? I always have exciting things. I'm you going do. to a concert tonight. Which is like the thing you do the most. Shocker, yeah. right? <laughs> she's, she's the music girl. Who are you seeing? I am seeing Elvis Costello along with Nick Lowe and Low Straight Jackets tonight at Wolf Trap. And you said this is the first time you've seen him? It's the first time I've seen him, which is kind of crazy. I mean, I've liked Elvis Costello since I was a kid. Like, Aww. little known thing that people might not know about me is my brothers and my sister are a lot older than me. So my youngest brother, 11 years older than me, and oh, I wow. used to sit around and listen to albums with him Aww. when I was little on That's my dad's cute. stereo. Yeah, so we used, a lot of the albums that we used to play, sentimental value. And so My Aim is True is one of the albums we used to play all the time. So, yay. Can I just say that it's so expensive <laughs> to go to a concert, and I don't know how you keep up this expensive hobby, because uh, I wanted to go to Chris Stapleton this weekend, and it's like, the only tickets left, they're like 300 bucks. It's all I do. It's, uh, it's really, I mean, I travel for it. 
I know. So you, I, you live the life. Did I tell you I'm going to L.A. to see Duran Duran next month? No. <laughs> and, Go and see like, Duran Duran at Meriwether next week. There are still tickets available. Oh, my God. Okay, no, so this is what I wanted to ask you. Yes. So, obviously, we have a ton of places to see music around here. Mm-hmm. What would you, I, w- I want you to rank these. You ready, Rita? Oh, no. Okay, all these venues are all going to hate me now, right? <laughs> no, not okay. the ones you picked okay. that you love. Okay. Okay, we're putting these up against each other. Wolf Trap, Meriwether Post, Jiffy Lube Live, Capital One Arena. Okay. I mean, I have reasons for everything, but if we're talking about, of all of those venues, my number one venue would be Wolf Trap for a variety of reasons. But, I mean, Wolf Trap, you can bring food, you can bring beverage. It's more fun to sit on the lawn. I have seats tonight, so I sound a little funny saying that. But it's more fun to sit on the lawn. You can get all your friends together. We get there really early. We wait in line. We go in. Wolf Trap, number one. What are the others? Uh, Jiffy Lube, Meriwether, Capital One. Meriwether, number two. I always enjoy Meriwether. That was kind of like home base when I was growing up. Uh, And they've redone the place. Yeah. So they've done it really well. And I, you know, it's, it's, it's like Wolf Trap, but you can't bring the food in. <laughs> they want you to buy the food there. Well, you, I could be wrong on that, actually. I know you can bring water in, and you yeah. might be able to bring a small bag of food, but not to the extent of Wolf Trap. Right, and it's like summer concert, end of summer concert season. And, so. and no alcohol. You can't bring that to, uh, no. to Meriwether, and mm, you can bring that to Wolf Trap. Frowned upon. Anyways, the next one would be Capital One Arena, um, accessible by Metro, so yep. that's fantastic. Yep. A lot of the big bands play there. If you're sitting anywhere but the 100s are on the floor, I don't like the sound there. I can't, I feel like the sound suffers as you get higher up in the venue. Interesting. Yeah. Huh. Like I sat in the 200s for Duran Duran once and the sound was awful. See, I don't, I'm not that cool. I'm just like, <laughs> wherever I sit, I'm like, oh, this is awesome. Like, I can't even really tell the difference. Um, and then last is your Jiffy Lube then. Yeah. And, and it has nothing to do with the actual venue. It has everything to do with the traffic, and at which <laughs> funny traffic reporter. I know, right? It has right? everything to do with the traffic. It has everything to do with trying to get out of that parking lot when you leave. I have never had a good experience except for the one time I had like VIP parking when I went to see Depeche Mode. <laughs> we were in and out in two seconds, and I was like, "This is great." Okay, never happened again. Last question is: yeah. What is on your radar this fall for really good concerts that are coming in? Fall. Now you're making me think ahead of time. I know. See, on on all of September, I'm out of town. I'm doing festivals. Festival, 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 festival. So, um, oh, the Killers. The Killers are coming. Really? I think September. The Killers will be at Capital One. Oh, nice. And Ocean's Calling Festival in Ocean City. End of September, beginning of October. That's a new one. And it's local. They have a lot of big names, too, I think. Yeah, they have OAR. They have Alanis. Dave... Dave Matthews, Dave and Tim. It's not the Dave Matthews band. It's Dave Matthews and Tim Reynolds. Nice. That's cool. That we're excited for. It's a brand new festival. Um, And the weekend of the 24th, Firefly Music Festival, that used to be the closest. Not going this year because I have Elton John tickets. Elton John. Elton John will be at Nats Park. (laughs) See? (laughs) See, you're reminding me. We have the Chili Peppers coming up at Nats Park. It's going to be good. This is what happens when you start talking about Rita about music. (laughs) And she goes, oh, yeah, and then. Anyway, you're the perfect person to have on to talk about this, Rita Kessler. Thank you for being here. And that'll do it for us for the DMV Download, sponsored by Steamfitters Local 602. We want to give thanks to the White Marlin Open for letting us use some sound from the event today. Our managing editor is Craig Schwab, and our music is by Real World. Leave us a review and rate our show if you get the chance. Give us some date ideas. Give us some music ideas, some of our music festival ideas. We want to hear it all from you guys. Follow us on social media where we post content every day from behind the scenes. You can find out more about this podcast and become one of our VIP listeners at dmvdownload.com. The DMV Download is a product of WTOP News. Listen on 103.5 FM in the D.C. area, 107.7 FM in Virginia, 103.9 FM in Frederick. 
online at WTOP.com and on the WTOP News app. Have a good night.